Welcome to Recognize Your Truth. I am your host, Lisa Williams. This is the podcast that offers motivation and inspiration to act, speak, and think in ways that make a positive impact on your life. Each week, we bring you a message or a guest that offer you tools to live up to your full potential. I literally pinch myself every time I record a new podcast. This is a dream that has been eight years in the making, and I'm so grateful that you are spending a part of your day with me. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on Recognize Your Truth. I have today's guest, Alita Norris of Women Who Spark. And she also is an author and a leadership development coach. So welcome, Alita. Thanks for joining me. Hey, hi, Lisa. Thanks for having me. Um, All righty. Well, let's get started because I want to share a little bit about your book and a little bit about your story and what kind of led you down that path to write that book. So I'm, there's just so much to unpack here. So I think we should just start with your book. So let's start there. Um, And if you'll kind of tell me a little bit about your book and what led you to write it. And I know when we were talking offline, you said that you wanted to write it in 2006. So you waited a long time to to get this going. (laughs) So let's, let's start there. All right, good. Thanks, Lisa. So, um, and hey, one thing that I want to mention about, you know, the book is writing a book was so much fun. And I really do believe, as we've all heard that, you know, we all have a story within us, we all have a book within us. And I I just want to go on record that anybody who ever has a thought that they want to write a book, go ahead and write a book because we don't have to be a good writer to write a book. That's what editors exist for. So I'm, I'm very excited. My book, women who spark 12 steps to catapult happiness, cultivate confidence and discover the purpose of your life released on September 20th of this year. So it's been available on Amazon for three months. So, you know, as you mentioned, it was in 2006 that I, I made the decision that I wanted to write a book. And this came as a result of working with a life coach during a time that I was at the very lowest part of my life. And I, I know that all of us have seasons in life that are easier than others. And most of us have seasons in life that are very difficult and very unexpectedly I in the course of seven years went through two divorces and that was not in my life plan I I I made this beautiful goal list when I graduated from college and I mapped out this amazing life and (laughs) it did not happen that way so I I kind of dealt with the disappointment of one divorce remarried, made a big mistake, and then seven years later was divorced again. When I met with my coach, what what we did is over the course of two days, we did a kind of a deep dive into the purpose of my life and how how would I recover and how would I build a beautiful future. And it became clear to me during this process that I I really do love to write I love to speak and I love to coach. And I had been coaching and speaking in my professional life as a leadership development 
a consultant, coach, trainer. And so we, we together, I, along with, with my coach, Katie Brazelton, crafted my life plan. And writing a book was one of the items in my life plan. And then, yes, as you said, it was 12 years later that I actually sat down to write the book. And um, it's because of what many of us deal with. There's raising the kids and making sure that we keep our act together so we can pay the mortgage and, and manage life. And there was no room in all of that season of my life to tackle writing a book. So that came 12 years later. And um, yeah, so here we are. Well, and maybe you needed to let your story unfold and time pass so you could accumulate knowledge and experience so that you could write the book that you were meant to write. It's so funny you say that, Lisa, because if I had started writing the book in 2006, the whole spin of the book would be focused on recovering from a really cruddy relationship <laughs> and 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 being you know being broken right and so right. how do we recover from brokenness and when i wrote the book i i even realized when i was when i was done with the book i said to my editor who had who had done you know worked with me to do the line by line editing of my whole book when it was all finished, I said to her, you know what, I want this book to be more positive. So let's go back to the beginning and let's rewrite it with more of a spin of, hey, ladies, let's, you know, let's be our best selves. Let's spark in life. Let's have a purpose. Let's be happy. Let's be confident. And I took out a, a, a bit, I think I had too strong a theme of life is difficult, life is disappointing, life brings surprises that we don't anticipate. Um, it was a little bit too much of a, and poor us isn't really the right word, but maybe you get the point. The vibe of it just wasn't right. So we we went back to the beginning and we rewrote the book. Wow. Um, wow. You're right. I, I would not have been able to do that if I weren't on the other side, if I hadn't done the hard work of recovery and landed at a place where I am, I'm so happy. I'm so fulfilled. I my you know, my life dreams are coming true. And I don't know that, in 2006, I would have envisioned it that way. Um, you know, and that's interesting that you say that because I wanted to start a podcast back in, oh, it, like seven, eight years ago. And, you know, I, I had this design created. I had a name created. I had topics written down. And my life fell apart. And I started going through a divorce myself. And... It, I guess, you know, it wasn't the right time because now my podcast is so different than what I envisioned it to be back then when I was going to start it and the topics that I was going to talk about. And so my story needed to unfold a little bit more, you know, before I was able to be blessed with this platform to talk to amazing people like you. So I, I think it just... It, some things just turn out the way that they're supposed to be. 
Um, yeah. Okay, so tell me um, a little bit behind the story of how you started writing this book, how you came up with the title, and a little bit, if you don't mind sharing a little bit about the, the meat and potatoes of what's inside the book so that we could kind of figure out if it's something that would help my audience. Okay. All right. I, yeah, I'd love to. So I, um, I, I feel very blessed that it was about September of, of 2018. I, um, I was just scrolling through some of my social media and I, I came upon a Facebook ad from an organization called Author Academy Elite, which is run by a man named Kerry Oberbrunner. And Kerry was an author who he made the decision, you know, like many of us do, to teach what he had figured out. So he had written a few books by, by you know, the time he launched his business and decided to launch this business to help people write a book, publish a book, and market a book, and then turn their book into 18 streams of income. So I was captivated. That really drew me in. So I signed up for his for his, um, I don't know if program is the right word, but I, I signed up for Author Academy Elite and um, immediately started writing because the, the he has in, in, in this program, there are 52 what are called missions all related to writing a book. And on October 1st of 2018, I sat down and I created a, a book proposal. And I really, I really knew what I wanted to convey in this book. For a dozen years, I had been throwing ideas into a box, my book box. Right. So lots of notes on napkins and I was journaling and um, putting articles in there and stories. And so I, it was pretty easy to kind of frame the book. And so to answer your question, Lisa, about, you know, what's in the book, I'll answer that first and then I'll talk briefly about the process. Okay. So I have a section in the book on get to know yourself. And, and I'll tell you, we're so busy getting through life that many of us don't take time to step back and assess our life. Who am I? How am I showing up? How has my, my history and my background and my experiences shaped my life for where it is today, both good and bad? And what are all of the roles that I serve in this world? And so there are three chapters that are all about kind of the foundation of you. And then I move into a section called Find Your Sparks. And I... I, th this is very much about proactively almost manufacturing your happiness and your confidence. Because believe it or not, even though life is difficult, we can create happiness in our life and it really is all around us. So I, I have a chapter called, and these are all steps. So this is step four, find happiness in your ordinary day. Let's see, we can even use Christmas as an example. Okay. Because I know there are a lot of people who are not having a happy Christmas. They're not surrounded by friends and family. They're by themselves or right. they're, they're coping with a difficult season. Well, if we can pause 
even when we're missing out on something that others are experiencing, we can pause and we can find happiness in a moment. It might be sitting on a couch with a cozy blanket, reading a novel and drinking a cup of tea. That can actually be a happy moment if we can pause and think about, oh, I, I really am enjoying this. I'm enjoying this book. I, I love being cozy and my comfy clothes and I love this cup of hot tea. I'm, I'm content if I could just be in the moment and not focus on what everybody else is doing that I'm not doing, right? So we can find happiness in our ordinary day. And then we can also cultivate our own confidence. Too many people, especially women, it's probably men too, but I specialize in supporting women. Too many women believe either I'm a confident person or I'm not a confident person. And the fact of the matter is we can create confidence. It is a skill that we can develop. And so in this book, I share 10 ways that you can cultivate confidence. Okay, so after we kind of focus on ourselves and bringing more confidence and happiness and spark to our life, then I move on to a section called Make Everything Brighter. And this is about sparking happiness for other people. It's about being a daymaker. And how can we add to the joy and the positivity and the happiness and the confidence of other people by how we show up for them? And one of my favorite chapters it's step eight, and that is stay calm. And I've got 47 women right now going through my boot camp, Women Who Spark Boot Camp. And one of the greatest takeaways for them is they've said to me, I've learned to remain calm. I remain calm when things aren't going my way. I remain calm with my children. I remain calm when I'm afraid by believing that things in the end will work out the way that they are meant to. Right. And then the final section in my book, which is really roll up your sleeves and do some work. It, it comprises four chapters. It's all about discovering you having a purpose and a passion and, and making progress toward that purpose, even if I'm afraid. And I've heard too many women say, I would love to, but I could never. Uh-huh. And that's just, that, that, well, that obviously is a limiting belief. And I want women to know that you don't have to live your life into your future in exactly the same way you're living your life today. And one of the women in my boot camp, I love what she said about a third of the way into our, into our journey, she said, Alita, when I started boot camp, I did not have any dreams for myself. And now I have a whole page of dreams. And it, it makes wow. me so happy. Wow. This is a woman who raised eight children. She homeschooled them. She's been a, a devoted wife and mother, and it never has been about her. And her kids are gone. And I, I said, Melody, this is, this is your turn, right? Right. And when we're, when we're in our 40s and our 50s, we have too long. I know people say life is too short, but life is also too long to simply accept good enough. 
right? I, I want women to be on fire. So I that's where the title that. came from. I want women to be on fire and it starts with a spark. So oh, it came to me one day, women, I love women that. I love that you start your book with sparking yourself because of course we can't pour from an empty cup. We can't give to others until we're filling ourselves up. And so right. I love that you kind of divide it into three um, sections where you're sparking yourself and then you're giving to others and then you're finding your purpose because, and the other thing I want to just really quickly say while it's on my mind is we have choices to live a different life. And I think that that's so hard for people to understand. They, me included, because I was stuck in a place, um, I was stuck in a, an abusive alcoholic marriage for many years. And I didn't think I had choices to, to do something different. I felt like that was going to be my life. And I think just listening to these women that are going through your boot camp, that they think this is my life. This is the way it is and, and not having choices. So I love that you, that's right. We go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> we do, we do have choices and it's really interesting, Lisa, what you shared about your experience, because I am amazed the number of women who are stuck in relationships like what you described. And one of the things that I also have learned, and, and this was from my own experience, is that other women don't know this. Other women don't know this is happening because we don't broadcast it. I imagine right. you did not broadcast it. I did not broadcast it. And when we start becoming transparent with one another and we stop hiding behind carefully curated photos on Instagram and Facebook, right? And we let some of our guard down and we start saying to one another, gosh, I, I, I know that to you, I look all put together in my, in my work clothes and my heels and my makeup. And sometimes, you know, life is tough. Sometimes I'm struggling or I'm in a situation that's very difficult for me. We don't have to go on and on and on about this. And we don't have to go from person to person to person with a woe is me story. But I'll tell you, women, we have to start supporting one another in a vulnerable and transparent way and letting some of our guard down. Because as soon as we start saying, hey, you guys, I, again, like I said, I, I know to you that I, I look like I've got everything all figured out. I struggle too. And here are a couple of areas I struggle. Because when we say that, all of a sudden, the women around us exhale this sigh of relief and they say, oh my God, thank you so much for sharing that because I was so intimidated or I, I just thought I was the only one. And as soon as we share that, some of those vulnerabilities, that's when we start to help one another. And in, 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 my, in my boot camp, when women get on these, on these group calls and they're talking about their struggle with confidence and 
the disappointments that they're experiencing by job promotions not happening and marriages ending, or they're talking about, gosh, we had a, a group all of a sudden, you know, 30% of the women have narcissistic mothers. So they're listening to each other's stories and what they're all saying is, oh my gosh, I finally don't feel so alone. I, I feel more normal by knowing that it's not just me. And then to your point, Lisa, then we can start doing the work. It's like, okay, now I've got a handle on who I am, what's going on in my life. I now realize I'm not bad. I am good enough. And I'm, I'm fighting the same battles that other women are fighting. So now I'm ready to move forward and create a life that I can feel on fire about. And it's so exciting to help women with these kinds of breakthroughs, right? So it's why your podcast exists. Right. Because you're trying to reach women with messages of hope and encouragement. Of course. And you know what I found for me personally is when I finally, because I'm that perfectionist and I am that person that, oh my gosh, everything looks great on the outside and we were falling apart at the seams on the inside. And when I finally let that that guard down and I let that wall down and I did let some of my really close friends in, guess what? They loved and supported me and they uplifted me and they were there for me. And it was a long drawn out journey, but I didn't realize how much I needed them in that process. And yeah. I think women, we could be vicious, mean, and ugly to each other, or we could be kind and loving and supportive. And what I found in my life is I had some of both and I had to start cleansing out the toxic relationships in my life. Um, because, you know, here's one thing I do want to say is women, we are so jealous of each other and we're so judgmental of each other. And like you were going back to saying where if you could pause and find happiness in that moment of sitting on your couch, drinking a cup of tea with your warm, cozy um, blanket and reading a book, we can't sometimes it's so hard for us to sit in what we have and recognize how grateful we are for what we have instead of, oh, I want the long blonde hair or I want the new car or purse or, you know, whatever it happens to be that you're jealous of or that you're judging. And yes, I think absolutely. Yes. And, you know, one of the things that can be helpful for all of us when we're interacting with other women who are mean or jealous or who are talking about us right when we're not in the room what we have to remember is that these women are doing this because they feel that they're not enough and they're afraid and they're insecure and they're unhappy i i don't I don't believe that I've met a woman who is truly joyous about her life, who shows up as those things that you described. And so if we can all interact with those women 
who are making things feel uncomfortable for us or even sad, if we can stay true to what we want to bring to the world, kindness, joy, patience, understanding, we can respond to them with love, even if they're not interacting with us with love. Right. Right. And so we don't have to engage. Right. Because that's, that's what a lot of women are. They're, they're just needing acceptance and love and to know that they're good enough. Right. No, I, I, I agree. And I think I love, like I said, I love how you take your, your boot camp and your women through, through basically your book is what you're doing. So you're teaching them to love themselves, to be accepting of themselves, to know that they're enough. And we all struggle with it. I struggle with it. You struggle with it. We all struggle with it. As much coaching and self-development as I have, I still to this day struggle with it. It's it's an ongoing journey. It's an ongoing struggle. And then I love how you teach them to show up for others because we need such support from other people. And that has been what has helped me every single day through my divorce and through my, my death, the death of, of my fiance that happened so tragically is the people that were in my life that showed up for me. That's, that's where I needed the love and the support. And so my goal today is to constantly pour into others um, because I know how much it meant to me and I know how fulfilling it was for me. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, we have to stick together. Yes. Um, okay, Alita. So let me let's tell my audience how they could get a hold of you, where they could find you, um, where they could find your book, and I'll make sure and link everything up in the show notes as well. Okay. All right. Thank you, Lisa. So my website is alitanorris.com. And um, obviously information there about women who spark boot camp along with some other ways that that women can find support. Um, we talked um, when we were talking offline, Lisa. We talked for a moment about the Facebook community that I had sure. started. Um, I started it as a kind of a pre-launch to my book release. I started a Facebook community called Women Who Spark Tribe, and I encourage um, I encourage your listeners to check that out if they want to be part of a community of women who are positive and supportive, encouraging, inspirational, uplifting. And on May 1st, I had one member, it was me. And um, today we have, as of this morning, we have 2,113 women in the Women Who Spark tribe. Wow. And there is a, there's a link to the Facebook community on my, on my website. It's, it's, it's just a beautiful community. So I encourage, I encourage women to um, become a member if you're, if you're seeking positive support. And then of course my book is available on Amazon in both paperback and um, I released the Kindle version about a week ago and the, the audio version of the book, that's still about six months away, which is all fun. And I'm starting my second book um, as we speak, I just started scoping it out this morning. So how exciting it is. It's very exciting. Women want to spark. And so I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep this going. 
I love that. So I will link everything up to your, um, your pages in my show notes. And um, I want to see if you can leave your, my audience with um, just one piece of wisdom that you would like to leave with them. Oh, thanks, Lisa. I would love to. So the one, the one thing that I encourage every woman to keep in mind and eventually take action on is you know, whatever it is you want to achieve in your life or whatever vision you want to strive toward, don't focus on the end result because the end result can feel overwhelming. Focus on your next best step because all of our progress is made one step at a time, just one step. And if you can wake up every day and think to yourself, I'm going to take one step today in the direction of my dream. I'll tell you what, you're, go you're going to make progress. And progress is the, is the solution to low confidence and low happiness. As soon as we start making progress, we're happier and we're more confident. I, I love that piece of wisdom. And you know, we can't, we, we, we tend to want to do everything at one time. So taking steps at a time and in little bits and little pieces to get to that end result. So thank you so much, Alita, and um, have an awesome, great rest of your day. You too, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me. If you like what you hear and you want to know more information, you could contact me at lisa at recognizeyourtruth.com. I also sell my sticky notes on my website at recognizeyourtruth.com. If you are looking to launch a podcast and you want to know step-by-step step how to do it, I have a course that is starting in January, but I have a free guidebook on how to launch a podcast where I put a lot of great content and information in there, and you could get that in the show notes. The music is Genuine by Julio Ortiz. Thanks again for listening and have a blessed day.